Welcome to our Japan Health Podcast. We're the Center for Brain and Body Improvement, and are a team that believes that everyone should live their best life in their best body and with their best brain. Welcome back to the Jermaine Health Podcast.、Uh, today you have myself, Arrow, and I'm here with Evelyn、Hello. and Kimberly. Hi. And today you're going to educate me a little bit about frontal lobes and executive function because I have no idea what any of this means. So tell me, what are executive functions? So, executive functions,、uh, the way I like to describe it is. CEO of a company. So the CEO is the top person in the company. They organize everything in the company. They oversee everything. So they do lots of different tasks involving such things as planning, organizing, being able to do multiple things at once. So they might have different projects that they're working on, being able to problem solve, initiate new projects. So, there's a lot of different organizing and lots of skills that the CEO is doing in order to organize the rest of the brain and the rest of the team.、Um, so, that's kind of how I think of executive functions. Evelyn might have a different way of explaining it. No, I think I, I, I would agree with you. I, I tend to、um, talk about executive functions as being those higher level cognitive functions. So, as you've said, Planning, organizing, initiating, being able to,、uh, I guess, employ the right、um, responses in social situations. But it's also involved in, for instance, a higher level attention. So being able to switch your attention between tasks is one of those、um, higher level cognitive functions that can be brought under the umbrella executive function. So I agree with you. Yeah. All right. So that's. So it's basically the the boss of the brain, or how your brain works. Then, okay. So, what part of the brain is associated with executive function? The main part that is associated is the frontal lobe. So you've probably heard frontal lobe, and then often executive functions will follow. So that's the main region of the brain.、Um, but the brain, you know, is a is a whole whole thing, and it obviously uses different parts of the brain to do those functions. But the main part. Is that frontal lobe? What big part should disagree with that? Yeah, the big part will be the frontal lobe. Yeah,、okay. exactly right. All right. So, what can happen when you sort of have some damage to the frontal lobe or some dysfunction? I guess.、Mm-hmm. So you have、um, difficulties, for instance, with initiating,、uh, planning, organizing, carrying out those activities in kind of like a Cohesive, step-by-step fashion. They might be very rigid in their thought processes. Poor problem-solving is an, another one. People can also, with frontal lobe dysfunction as well, with executive dysfunction, might come across as being quite、uh, impulsive, disinhibited, and I think importantly. They might not be aware, or they be they will be unaware of inappropriate behaviors, for instance. But they also have difficulties, perhaps in social situations, difficulties with memory because that retrieval retrieval of information、um, comes, they say, from the frontal lobes. So they might be able to encode the information, but retrieving that information、um, after a period of time is is tricky for them. 
Yes, it's a lot of those a lot of those functions, the boss boss functions break down. You can also see that in behavior as well. So if someone's not able to stop themselves from doing something that pops into their head, so you know, you have, sometimes we have thoughts, they pop into our head and we decide, oh no, I won't act on that or I won't say that because that's inappropriate or be rude. But in someone who's had a brain injury, they can blurt it out. They can, you know, start swearing, start hitting things because they don't have that ability to sort of stop and think about what they're doing. So there can be a lot of be- behavioral consequences of executive dysfunction. Um, and that can be seen in a lot of different ways. Um, so as well as, you know, not being able to initiate activities. So they might sit on the couch all day, not being able to work out, well, what should I do next? It's a lot of those boss sort of functions that that can come out in that everyday behaviour. Yeah. So I guess that sort of leads into what sort of impact that can that have on your day-to-day life, on how you function in our world? I think, well, lots, lots of, lots of things. So um, one of the key things, I guess, is if you have executive dysfunction, then one of the things that impacted upon is your initiation. So like Kimberly said, a person might sit, sit there in front of the TV or just sit there on the couch and look out the window all day and they would lose all motivation for even the simplest things like eating, uh, you know, going, making, getting themselves dressed. And I guess the impact on relationships is, is, is a key, another key thing as well, because people tend to be uh, become more impulsive. They might not know how to act in social situations. They are more impulsive, disinhibited, so they might say the wrong thing and that could get them into trouble and their friends and family don't realise that this is not something that they are doing intentionally, but it's because they are unaware of their behaviours, then that could be problematic. Yeah, I can see that that could either isolate or alienate people from from them. Like you might say something really hurtful. Yeah. And they're right. like, well, if this is how you're going to speak to me, I don't particularly want to hang out with you yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, so... What are some general strategies or what can people do to sort of help deal with living with uh, executive dysfunction? I think one of the important things I think would be to, to educate the individual um, who has the executive dysfunction. I think that's just an, an increase, I guess, their insight into their behaviours but also to educate the family and friends around them as well to, to help them realise that, look, it's, it's not like this person is doing it intentionally. It's because he is unaware or she is unaware of their, their actions and their behaviours and, and what they've said. Um, I think that's one of the things that we, we can do in, in initially. And, and Kimberly, I think you, you have lots of lots of input with this as well <laughs> yeah so I think the key strategy to use when someone does have executive dysfunction is structure so as much as possible provide as much structure as you can as you can imagine if you wake up in the morning and you you have problems initiating tasks first thing like just getting out of bed maybe you don't have the ability to to initiate that task 
Um, so it makes the rest of the day very difficult. If you've got some structure, if you know, okay, I wake up at this time, then I get up, I go brush my teeth, or probably eat first. That would be, <laughs> that would be helpful. Uh, eat first and then you brush your teeth. So if you've got a structure to your day, then you know what to do. And it, it becomes a routine. As you probably know, we, we don't even think about what we're going to do. We don't have to consciously wake up and say, oh, right now I'm going to go have breakfast. So we just do it automatically. So the more that you can put structure into a day and do a routine every single day the same way, then you build up that that habit that we naturally do anyway, uh, that, that sometimes people with brain injury are, are unable to do that. So structure, that's definitely my top tip. Yeah, I'm doing a quick bit of reading before this, a lot of them seem to be write a list, set a, like, a board somewhere that's like easy to see and that they can look at and go, oh, okay, so this is this is my schedule, this is what how it should work. So that's sort of one, I guess, way of building that structure, at least in the beginning of setting things in, in motion. Yeah, I think of it like an external boss. So, yeah. you know, your, your internal boss, he's gone on holidays, you need an external boss, someone out there who's going to tell you, okay, we're going to do this, 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 we're going to do it in this order, in this way. Yeah, I think that can be helpful. So if someone was concerned that maybe they had some issues with executive function, what should they be doing? What's their next step, I guess, for figuring out how to get some order back in their life? Clinical neuropsychology assessment might be might be useful in this respect. So we um, obviously do cognitive assessments, but I think uh, um, what comes into play as well during the assessment is we do a lot of clinical interviewing um, and also speak to um, with obviously the consent of the the client and the patient people around them who I would perhaps give us some insight into what else is happening in their lives, what has changed, perhaps quite suddenly after a particular injury, for instance, that has affected their frontal lobes. So a neuropsychological assessment will be able to try and kind of uncover that and provide recommendations and strategies as well. Okay. All right. Well, I guess, you know, that's that's a big part of what you guys do here, a part part of what fall under the umbrella but yeah so there we go any final thoughts before we wrap up for this little pop session no not really look after your frontal lobes <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well thanks so much for having a chat with me that was yeah, very informative all right and um everyone knows where to find us on all of our social media our instagram check our website if you you know did want more information you can always hit us up and we'd be more than happy to point you in the right direction thanks so much guys thank you all right thanks for listening if you enjoyed our podcast feel free to connect with us on instagram at jermaine health body or one word we always welcome feedback and ideas too and we're happy to answer any questions just reach out to us at our website www.jermainehealth.com.au listening weekly for the most relevant information on how to live your best life with your best brain and body